another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And a very bright and breezy, warm welcome to everybody. Yep, 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 yeah. It's that time. It's the Mel and Jen show for sapeople.com. And um, we're still on, which is fantastic. We have power, even though we're in load shedding. Welcome, Jenny, where the light is always shining. Hello. Oh, so, so now do you have four hours a day of load shedding? I think it depends on the stage and where you are. Isn't it stage four at the moment? Well, I think yesterday was stage two and the day before was stage three. And I think we're stage two at the moment. I don't know. Well, on um, Monday we they do... announced stage four. They said they yeah, had we did go. We did have stage four at one stage, but I don't know what stage that was. <laughs> you know, it's like you need a, you need a degree in, in you know, or, or something on your wall with <laughs> like strings that go from place to place, like people trying to work out who the murderer is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no, Jenny, we had no, like yesterday, we had no power from, I think it was six until eight. And then we were not supposed to have power again, but then they, then load shedding gets suspended in the middle of the night and it comes back on again at five o'clock in the afternoon. So honestly, I don't know. I don't know. You just check Eskom's a push. It's the only way that you'll actually know what's happening at any time. But so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right into the middle of winter, we're going to be just having load shedding. And I was discussing it with my friend this morning and said, I wonder why, you know, why, why is it that this, nobody can get it together to get things fixed? I mean, they've had lots and lots and lots of years to do this. She says they're too busy. <laughs> trying to save their asses <laughs> and try and saving their jobs rather than trying to save the country. Yeah. And I, I kind of thought, well, you know what? That's actually true. They're, they're trying very hard to stay out of jail rather than <laughs> trying to g- kind of get the country working because they're not working. Yeah. All they're working on doing is saving them butts. So, yeah, sorry. It's a, it's, no, you know, you do sometimes think about China and you know, remember how they suddenly built all those hospitals urgently. Yeah. And, and you yeah. do think, you know, where there's a will, there's a way, you know, surely surely but maybe it's also money you know that there just isn't enough money to no, because they stole it all jenny what's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this 14 a trillion rand i mean anyway so let's not go down that road uh, what i was quite interested to see was that um one of the hilton barbers um bridget yes. hilton barber and she also you know from the the great journalistic family she wrote a story about mozambique and when they brought in that bridge which the Chinese built in Mozambique and it's the longest single suspension bridge in Africa or something and it was a lovely little story about how the Mercado, you know, the little um, market which they used to do if you were going through to Bayra or to Maputo or wherever Mm -hmm. on traveling through Mozambique or even if you were just going to be going up to Ponta do Oro and you'd go that way that the bridge has now actually made it quite easy for a lot of people but it's also gotten rid of that lovely slow pace of life with the market that was there and everything so it's a lovely story if anybody wants to go and check it out on on Facebook she's written a lovely very evocative little short story Uh, Yeah, about our neighboring country. and But I mean, yeah, the Chinese went in there and they built this brilliant bridge. I wish they'd stop doing things (laughs) in South Africa, seeing as the masters, they are the masters now, (laughs) apparently. But but, but it's true. And and even here, you know, the the faster the trains get, it's like, oh, I can't look at the view now. I want to look at the beautiful lavender fields and, Mm. you know, and and it's just too, it's like, whiz, (laughs) it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, talking about that, I mean, one thing, and I know we'll talk about... um, uh, 
entertainment a little later, but I decided on BritBox to start watching Julie Walters on railways. Around, she's going around the whole of the outside, uh, well, the perimeter of the British Islands on on various coastal railways, oh, and it's just lovely beautiful. to watch. Yeah, yeah, seeing all of that and and where how the railways helped you know around the world. I mean, well, England specifically, and then yeah. there's one railway bridge that has to open up for a canal boat to come under but the canal boats are now obviously the way to go because people are getting in, into it because you can go and float down a canal instead of going somewhere at high speed anyway we're digressing what, what's happening we've got Khan happening the film we've, festival we've, we've actually got a video coming up though of a mm-hmm. beautiful video that makes you want to go on trains in South Africa so that'll be coming up in the next week. Um, yeah. Can- we, do, we have trains still working in South Africa? I thought they'd stolen all of the lines. Come on. Come on. <laughs> this is to get the enthusiasm back. Because the more money yeah. that's poured into it, the better it can do. I love train travel. It is one of my absolute favorite things. And I, I'm, I would be quite happy to take trains wherever instead of flying or going by car, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'll put the car. I've done it before. I've put my car onto the train and, like, you know, gone down to Cape Town on a train, and got uh, off at the other cool. end and driven off. Yeah, it's much better. <laughs> All right, so Cannes Film Festival. Yes, it, entertaining started, thing. it mm. started last night, um, which was amazing. Forrest Whitaker was honoured and standing ovation. And then we got President Zelensky from Ukraine via video. He gave us mm. a message which was very moving and, and all about you know what cinema can do to speak for the people. And then today I've got Tom Cruise this afternoon. I have a rendezvous. You've got, you've got Tom Cruise, have you? I have. I'm doing Tom, Tom Cruise. Um, Whoa, Jenny, you girl, you go, girl. It's, it's called a rendezvous with Tom Cruise. And some of us have been lucky enough to get tickets to go. But it'll mm-hmm. obviously be like a press conference kind of thing. And then tomorrow, Viola Davis who, remember, she was in How to Get Away with Murder. She's just brilliant. She's being honoured as well. But tomorrow there's just like a little discussion with her. And I've got a British actor staying with me. He was filming in Cape Town, I think last Mm -hmm. year. And he said in his hotel was Viola Davis, Viola Davis. And he had to get tested every single day for COVID. It was one of the rules for the film set. And he Mm -hmm. said that his nurse was doing her and him. Like, so... So he was very, very excited. <laughs> the way that you put it, it sounds like a three-way, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, he was, a, he was as excited as if it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. the very sad thing, Mal, is that normally every year South Africa has this wonderful um, office on the beach. And mm. I went there yesterday, and South Africa is one of the few countries that is not here this year. Well, that's not on the beach. I've, I've written to them and said, where are you? Where are they, Jenny? Where are they? Yeah, where's South Africa gone? So I'll find out. They're gone. <laughs> Don't know. They're just gone. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Maybe they've gone the way of the masks. <laughs> you know. Did you see that? No more on KLM. I don't know. You know, I think if I'm going to be in such close quarters, I think I'd probably wear a mask a lot of the time. Mm. Because, I mean, I used to get so sick on airplanes anyway whenever I was traveling overseas that I think it makes a lot of sense to actually keep a mask on. Because I think we've we've discussed it before where when people were allowed to smoke on the plane, they were always renewing the air. 
Now that people don't smoke, they're not refreshing the air as much as they used to. So there's more chance of bugs actually. Yeah, yeah. You get so you see, smokers kept people healthier. <laughs> <laughs> so they say anyway. Aww. Well, those from those rules to rugby rules, tell me what's happening with the World Rugby New Rules. Starting on the 1st of July, they've created these new rules that they're going to be trialing. And it's all because of South Africa's Erasi Erasmus. Do you remember mm-hmm. last year for the um, British and Lions rugby Match? Is that, is that what he got into all the trouble for, for he going, was going on, on as a water afterwards. boy. He was mm. well. He kept going on as a as a water boy, taking out these glasses of water and then and then basically coaching them. So they say it's for the flow of the match that they're bringing in these rules, but it's basically to stop, you know, non-players going on and um, <laughs> and coaching. But Rossi is a rugby rugby player. I mean, come on, let him on the field. Yeah, <laughs> but not at the time. So so actually. One of the rules is that um, no directors of rugby, which he was, or head yeah. coaches are allowed to be water boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy, shame. Yeah. Oh, shame. Poor Rassi, man. He's always in the, in the poo, isn't he? he is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he okay so, <laughs> around things, though. Well, I'm, I'm, I just can't wait to watch the rugby, you know, I'm good rugby again. And I, I don't know where I was the other day and I just saw the haka happening and I'm just like, I'm starting with the haka and doing that as well. I think it's one of the most exciting things ever is watching the New Zealand All Blacks doing yes. the haka. There's some South African, there's a South African school, it could be St. Stivians, I've got it in the drafts ready to go, that mm-hmm. have invented their own kind of rugby war dance. So... Hopefully that'll take off. Do you remember that that one ad? I can't even remember what it was for, but the New Zealanders are doing their haka, and it's the Scotland's the Scottish in front of them, and the the Scottish are all standing there in their kilts. And at the end of the haka, all they do is they just lift their kilts up. <laughs> yeah, that's a way to scare anybody. Okay, so um, what's going on with Emirates and SA Tourism? They've signed a memorandum of understanding, and it's basically to support South Africa's recover tourism recovery. Uh, mm-hmm. So Emirates has 130 destinations, and they will be promoting South Africa to these destinations, telling people in those countries to get over to South Africa for you know one of the most unique, most beautiful holiday locations. So oh, they, cool. yeah, okay. they signed it all off officially. They'll do some promotions together. That's kind of the mission. And I think Emirates is the biggest airline, and they already fly 26 times from Dubai to South Africa each week to Durban, Joburg, and Cape Town. So mm. I like uh, flying Emirates, I must say. Yeah. Okay. All right. And what else have we got news for expats before we get on to the news from the expats? Oh, just a really sweet thing. One of our listeners sent in that, you know, we, we speak a lot about Matt Sakes, who's mm-hmm. um, doing so well swimming. And she said we must also look out for her great nephew, Michael Duckham, who's also coming over to Europe for the world champ swimming. Um, oh, and also from Peter Marisburg. Yeah. Maritzburra, <laughs> you go, boys. We, we're 100% behind you. I think we'd be able to keep up with you better than we can with uh, Le Close, <laughs> like we were saying last week. Okay, so now what, I see there's something happening in Ireland, <clears throat> my old hometown. Yeah. Do you know uh, Mountain View Kilkenny? 
I haven't been to Kilkenny, no. Oh. I lived in Dublin, like, and went down to Cork for a while and went across to Galway, down Leary, but no, I lived in the middle of Dublin in Rathgar. So, no, went, didn't get across yeah. what, what's happening in Kilkenny now. This last weekend, they had a huge gathering. Uh, it's an annual gathering they get together since 2018. It's for South Africans to have some poiki, braai, listen to some South African music. This, this year they had Khan. Morby from the Parlotones. Mm-hmm. He was there. So it's just, you know, home from home. I mean, it's a lot of people, 1,700. Jeez, when I lived there, I only knew one other South African. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They're very inclusive. And so mm. it's, it's people from all over. It's, it's South Africans, it's people from all over Africa, and it's Irish people as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's a lovely say, couple, yeah. Beryl and Robert. They've, they've been living there for 11 years and they just realized how hard it is for new South Africans moving to a new country. And that's kind of why they started it to get people into the community fast tracked. Yeah, I love Ireland. I'm quite, I would be quite happy to go back there. Definitely prefer it to London, I must say, as well. Okay, and then we've got Trevor Noah doing something again as well. Oh, yeah. It, it, I mean, this was incredible how popular it was. His grandmother passed away at the age of 95. So they had Mother's Day with her, and then, mm-hmm. and then she passed away a, a day or two later. And he did a tribute. The, the Daily Show did a tribute. And this video was just so popular all over the world because the whole world had basically fallen in love with her from his book and him talking about her on the show. Um, oh, go, go. And, and, you know, he interviewed her on YouTube. So, so people felt like they knew her, really. Mm. Good old-fashioned values. It's a good age as well to get to, 95 years old. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what have we got in the way of local good news? Our favorite, favorite. Of course, Kifnis is doing some stuff. Yes, yes. He he just got over a million subscribers on YouTube, which is incredible. And congratulations. Not a million views, a million subscribers. Subscribers, yeah. So YouTube sent him a, a whole, like, wow. Yeah. Thing. I wonder if he's like he's also sort of listening to Goldfish's song that got one million views, which yeah. is one of my favorite songs, by the way. I love that. Okay, well, that's amazing. That's amazing. And then, and then I think the most amazing thing was um, all around the world. We all saw the photos of the very first photo of the black hole in the middle of our galaxy and the, uh, the Milky Way. Yes, that's where ESCOM sits. We found out. <laughs> Have you seen Zapiero's uh, thing? <laughs> no, no, that's brilliant. Oh, no. But, but so there were 300 scientists, researchers involved. Mm-hmm. Two of them, only two of them were in Africa. And those two are VIT scientists, Dr. Inian Natarajan and Professor mm-hmm. Roger Dean. They've got a great story that's in the SA People today about just why their contribution was so vital to enabling this photo to take place. And next, they're going to be making movies of the Milky Way, of the, of the black hole, which I don't know how interesting that's going to be. Just like a, a, it's a black hole. I mean, <laughs> what, what is there to see? There's nothing yeah, to see, okay? I know, I know. <laughs> but they seem really excited. And, I mean, Roger, we, we featured some other interviews with him uh, on YouTube. Mm. You know, he spoke about how, as a little child, he would lie on his trampoline in the garden, in the free state on his back just staring at the beautiful stars and that's what made him become a scientist 
Fantastic. Yeah, really beautiful. An astrophysicist. I could be one of those. I could be a star. No, I mean, I can't be a star. I could star at stars. There we go. Okay, right. Okay, so let's go on to other stuff. All right, so what's going on with um, Barry Hilton and Johnny Noble? Oh, Barry has shared, also we're posting today, Barry has shared the most beautiful story about how uh, before he became famous, he was a huge Johnny Noble fan. Do you remember the Mm. comedian Johnny Noble? Was Mm. he on Biltong and Potrost? Gosh, I can't remember who was on Biltong and Potros these days. Yeah, I think he was one of the English ones. Anyway, so Barry is walking along in Seapoint and he sees Johnny Noble and he says, please help me. Uh, no, he didn't say please help me. He said, please advise me. I've been trying to be a comedian. I've applied so many places and nobody will have me. And Johnny said to him, come, let me buy you a coffee and talk you out of it. Bad career, you know. <laughs> and, um, and then Johnny, Tanya Kazi, let me tell you why you don't want to be doing that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, then, and then Johnny actually had coffee with him and then said to him, okay, write back to all those same places and tell them that Johnny sent you. And as soon Aww. as he did that, Barry got in. And he said throughout his early career, Johnny really helped him and shaped him. And, and one day he asked Johnny, like, why? And mm. um, Johnny said... The mark of a true pro is not being afraid to help others. Yep. So, and you'll, and you'll give people a, a hand up. Yep. Yeah, you'll make a difference forever. Yeah. So. Why not? Okay. Now, one thing um, that I couldn't go to last week because I was actually speaking to you at the time um, was that the the sixty seven blankets for Nelson Mandela Day. Okay, yes, that was one of their big things. So, did you did you knit some or crochet some for uh, it? No, no, because I decided this year, because I mean, I think between my, my children and myself, I think we've done 25 or I so imagine, yeah. blankets over the years. Yeah. yeah. So my thing this year was, I thought, well, I'd rather, um, there's a, a whole bunch of different organizations which have organized with, um, some wholesalers that you can buy really nice fleece blankets for like under a hundred bucks. And then they get given out. And for me, the fleece blankets are actually a lot more useful for people, especially if the people are on the street. Okay, so it's lovely to have a lovely crocheted blanket like the ones that we do if they're going to a home for indoors. Yeah, Yeah. they're not going to be working very well on the street. So I thought, let me rather be a little bit practical. I was just sitting and looking at all the pictures of all the schlebs and wannabe schlebs who were there. (laughs) Because, of course, all the pictures came up under. And I just wondered how many of them have actually even made one blanket for the 67 blankets or they just go to the events. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just having a little bit of a nasty moment there. That's just me. That's so I don't think you. <laughs> no, I, I just sat there and thought, you know, if you've been there and you've taken your blanket with you. Um, but I love what Carolyn's done. I think it's a, yeah. a fantastic thing. Yeah. So it was um, a six then, square kilometer blanket that they put together out of blank. But I'm just wondering, are those the blankets from this last year? Or are they blankets from all over the rest of the time? Yeah. It's, and they haven't been given out. I couldn't work that one out. No, it's it's from the whole country this year. Four thousand seven hundred pieces that have either been knitted or, or crocheted. And there was one company whose name I've forgotten now who went and collected them from all over the country and brought them to the Stain School in Johannesburg. Yeah. And then Gift of the Givers is going to hand them out. Is going to distribute oh, them around the country to people who need them. 
Yeah, because I mean, I know just one of the ladies, Colleen um, Donaldson, I think her name is, she in the first year, I think, made over 67 blankets on her own. She made like close on 100 blankets and she's just absolutely phenomenal. But also then I looked at it from the cost point of view. I know how much money you're spending on the wool. And yes, it is a labor of love. But I could take that money and buy five blankets instead of just making one. And, and get five people warm. But I understand. I mean, I do know why we've done it. You know, yes, I mean, as yes, I said, I've made, yes. I've made 20 odd. So yeah, that's where it is. But maybe it's time for a little bit of an evolution sort of. Yeah. Finessing, yeah. What they should do, make the blankets and then auction them off, make a lot of money, then do a deal with one of the big companies who will then supply fleece blankets, which will come in a lot more useful for a lot more people. And then people can have a work of art that's being crocheted by somebody and they can keep it at home and have a lovely talking piece. That's what yeah. I think. That's just me. That's just me. I have <laughs> different ways of looking at things. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. Okay. Let's see what we got. I see that you've got uh, some more info. I think we talked about Arnold Fosley last week. We did. So, we did. Yeah. But I just wanted to say for South Africans abroad, he was on Carte Blanche this Sunday. And it's really worth watching because you can watch it overseas. He's been in 90 films and TV shows since he moved to Hollywood. And the most beautiful thing is when he sits down with Derek Watts, who's like a little legend, and uh, you know, himself. And mm. Arnold just says, geez, hey, my mom is going to be so proud. I finally made it onto carte blanche. <laughs> <laughs> After everything he's done, he's in like Blood Diamond with Leonardo DiCaprio. But it's amazing how no matter how well you do abroad, it's always nice to get that recognition back home because you grew up with those things. So, Mm. you know. I liked him on Bones. He was good on Bones. Do you know Bones? Have you ever watched it? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. He was a sniper on Bones and Seeley was after him. Seely took him out. Good for Seely. <laughs> um, okay, so Disney Plus arrives in South Africa today as well. Yeah, but please let's rather support Showmax. Let, yeah. Let's stay with our own streaming platforms, who also provide for South Africans a lot of international stuff, you know. Yes. So we don't need more, but just... But I was just letting you know that is happening today. And then okay. and then we've spoken about this before. Africa and I, the young guy who went from Morocco to Cape Town, I think it mm-hmm. took him three years, skateboarding, cycling, and walking. Um, his movie, the documentary that's on Showmax, just won an award in LA. And it's one of those film festivals that's an official qualifier for the Oscars. So... Oh, okay. Good running. Yeah. Fantastic. That's that's pretty good. And then, and then just a quick thingy, there's Fried Barry, which has done really well around the world. It was filmed. What? It's a, yeah, Fried Barry. Look on Rotten Tomatoes. It's in the top 10 for sci-fi movies. Uh, It's done so well amongst people who love sci-fi. Number 10 on Rotten Tomatoes. That was actually made in Cape Town. It's, going to be on Showmax from tomorrow, I think. And then another thing is Halo, which is really well known around the world. Um, that gaming thing. Yes, yes. Okay. The, the, the last episode is this week, the finale, and it's actually directed along with three other episodes by South Africa's Jonathan Liebesman, who did oh, okay. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, and, and that other thing, you know, you know the fried berry? Yeah. It's directed by a guy who you might know, Ryan Kruger. He 
did a lot of music um, music videos. Anyway, yeah, so it's cool. Fried berry. I haven't even heard of it. This is the first time hearing about fried berry. And I mean, I live here. Well, Just it's demented. It is, no, but, no, but it is demented. <laughs> it's, it's probably not your normal. Although you <laughs> love demented, eh? stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I love sci-fi. Come on. It's like one of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah, so look Anyhow. So there's lots of stuff to be watching and um, lots of stuff to be thinking about. And, of course, we need to know what you've got coming up next week that's going to be um, enthralling your, your readers and your viewers. Well, something that we can all take part in. It's the 21st of May is International Tea Day. And we've got a great article that Roy Boss has written about Roy Boss and the customs all around the world. So, for instance, mm-hmm. in English countries, they put milk and sugar with their Roy Boss. In America, they like to drink it cold. In Asia... They and, and Europe, you know, they like it with nothing else. And in Europe, they like it with a few more herbs, but in Asia, with nothing else, no, no milk, no water. And there's also tips from Roy Boss. No water? Then what do you, how do you oh. drink it then if it's got no water? No, it's, no, no sugar. sugar. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and, um, and then there's tips from, from Roy Boss on the best way to, to brew your tea. Yeah, it's funny. My kids, they can't drink uh, normality. They can only drink rooibos. They've always just drunk rooibos their whole lives. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's quite good for babies, apparently, some South Africans say. And then then rooibos also pointed out something that is, I noticed it here in France, is we South Africans call rooibos tea. You know, Mm. we call anything that's that's a tea bag in in a... a hot thing of water tea but it's not tea tea, and you would know this tea tea, exactly and tea is only from a plant that is a camellia 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 sinensis thank you yeah only those are teas from asia tea from china Camellia sinensis, yes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's why whenever I've just finished watching um, Agatha Christie's Poirot, so yeah. he always has a tisan. Oh, always yeah, a tisan, yeah, yeah. never tea. No, and yeah, tea, when course, I order, they always say, oh, you mean tisan, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. everything's tea. It's all tea uh, to yeah. me. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> all right, I'll let you get on, Janela Wellefella. Thanks you very, very much. It's lovely to have a chat as always. And, of yeah. course, don't forget, you can get on to sapeople.com and go and share your stories or your pictures or whatever with Jenny on the website or on Facebook. I'm sure she'd love to hear from you. So don't be remiss. Give us some good news stories. We need to hear from you. Jen, have a fabulous week. Enjoy Khan. We're very envious. And, um, Thank the you. Rest of you yes have some fun keep chatting to us we'll catch you again soon bye-bye bye now thank you you've been listening to another production from solid gold podcasts